أعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله وصفيه من خلقه وخليله الذي بلغ الرسالة وأدى الأمانة ونصح الأمة وكشف الغمة وتركنا على المحجة البيضاء ليلها وكنهارها أما بعد فأوصيكم وأوصي نفسي بتقوى الله وأحذركم وأحذر نفسي عن عصيانه ومخالفة أمره فقد قال الله في كتابه الكريم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم وننزل من القرآن ما هو شفاء ورحمة للمؤمنين ولا يزيد الظالمين إلا خسارة وإذا أنعمنا على الإنسان أعرض ونأى بجانبه وإذا مسه الشر كان يأوسا قل كل يعمل على شاكلته فربكم أعلم بمن هو أهدى سبيلا Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said in his glorious Qur'an, We reveal down from the Qur'an what is a cure, shifa, and mercy, rahma, for the believers. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَنُنَزِّلُ نُنَزِّلُ means perpetual verb. Anzala is one-time delivery. Nazala is on piecemeal by piecemeal, step by step, over and over again. وَنُنَزِّلُ مِنَ الْقُرْآنِ مَا هُوَ شِفَاءٌ وَرَحْمَةٌ From the Qur'an, what is mercy for those who are not sick? We give them mercy, وقاية, protection, immunization, so that they will not become sick. وكيور شفاء for those who are sick then both if you are sick or not sick the Quran is for you if you are sick it cures you if you are not sick it gives you immunization protect you from becoming sick and listen to this and think about this deep meaning in Arabic language I hope I can explain it in English وَنُنَزِّلُ مِنَ الْقُرْآنِ مَا هُوَ شِفَاءٌ وَرَحْمَةٌ The phrase مِنَ الْقُرْآنِ From the Qur'an Would you apply it to عملية التنزيل To the process of revealing down Or you apply it to the next portion Which is شِفَاءٌ وَرَحْمَةٌ If you apply it to the first part It means وَنُنَزِّلُ من القرآن piecemeal by piecemeal means the تنزيل step by step applying to the process of the Quran and if you apply it to the second one it means شفاء ورحمة comes from the Quran on step by step on piecemeal by piecemeal it means that the mercy and the beautiful meanings of the Quran and the immunization to mankind are not only in the first revelation of the Quran. It is along the life of humanity, everyone comes and read the Quran and reflect on the verses, he will get more shifa and more rahmah. The process of, uh, of piecemeal by piecemeal 
apply to the benefit, to the shifa' or rahmah. Not, on, not only to the revelation of the Qur'an came to Prophet Muhammad over 23 years. No. The benefit of the Qur'an comes to the people over 2,000 years or 3,000 years. As long as the earth will continue and people will continue to read the Qur'an, they will continue to get from it shifa'un wa rahmah. Mercy and immunization. And why it is only for the believers? للمؤمنين هذا يعني حكم at the end of the verse which limit the benefit to the believers not only to the Muslims to the believers شفاء ورحمة for who? للمؤمنين specially reserved for the believers then if you like to get the beauty of the Quran and the mercy and the protection of the Quran you have to read the Quran and have good faith and keep your prayers and keep your fasting and become mu'min not only doing the five pillars of Islam the basic five pillars no you have to be a believer you have to try yourself try as hard as possible to become closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and these are the description of the believers then the next verse says وَلَا يَزِيدُ الظَّالِمِينَ إِلَّا خَسَارًا And this is for the believers, but for the oppressors. The Qur'an increased them in their loss. وَلَا يَزِيدُ الظَّالِمِينَ إِلَّا خَسَارًا Increase them in their loss. Say, O Muhammad, to mankind, كُلٌّ يَعْمَلُ عَلَى شَاكِلَتِهِ Let everyone work and act according to his intentions and according to his mind according to his life according to the road that he chose to guidance or to error we have guided the human being to the two roads and the human being himself takes the decision to go with the guidance of Allah and obey the commandments and humble himself to his creator and say what my creator wants me to do to give portion of my wealth to the poor and the needy I will obey to pray and humble myself I will obey and the other one is arrogant selfish disrespectful to others spread mischief on the earth and want to live a free life with no control and no discipline of, from his creator this is zalim 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 whom? Who he oppressed? First he oppressed himself. He committed zulm against himself. How the person can commit zulm against himself? ظلم نفسه في الآخرة فأعطاها شهوتها في الدنيا وحرمها الثواب في الآخرة في جهنم. He gave his, his soul enjoyment, temporary enjoyment in this life and give it long-term punishment in the hereafter. Imagine if somebody tells that oppressor, look to this woman, or touch her, or whatever, and we are going to put you in this gas furnace for half an hour. Will he do it? No. Say, no way, I don't want to be burned for half an hour, not even for half a minute then how they, they do all of this sin after sin and day after day and night after night because they forget the hereafter 
The hereafter is not in their mind. The reward and the punishment of the eternal life is not considered by them have any value and existence. Are these believers? Even if they say we are believers, they are not believers. By their action, it falsify their tongue and say if they believe in the hereafter, they will not do what they are doing. They will recognize the punishment of the hereafter that they will be scared. And they will recognize the bounties of paradise and they will not do the sin that they are doing. قُلْ كُلٌّ يَعْمَلُ عَلَى شَاكِلَتِهِ وَرَبُّكُمْ أَعْلَمُ بِمَنْ هُوَ أَهْدَى سَبِيلًا And note here that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala brought his ilm and concentrated on those who are more guided. The positive part of the picture. The filled part of the cup. He could have said وَرَبُّكُمْ أَعْلَمُ بِالظَّالِمِينَ And he knows who those who are went astray. No. He wants all of us to be guided. Think about the positive guidance. وَرَبُّكُمْ أَعْلَمُ By the good half. بِمَنْ هُوَ أَهْدَى سَبِيلًا There is people who don't read the Qur'an at all. And people who read the Qur'an and fly, gloss over the meaning. Just read as much as possible, finish pages, without thinking about the meaning of the Qur'an. Is this how the Qur'an was intended to be sent to mankind? Just the music of the words or the meaning of the words? Actually, by the words of the Qur'an itself, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala want us to think about the meaning of the words, even think about the hidden meanings behind the words. It's called yatadabbar. Dubr yani dahr, al-bak. Look to the back meaning of the Qur'an. Like you say, Look between the lines. Think about the deep meaning of the Qur'an. أَفَلَا يَتَدَبَّرُونَ الْقُرْآنَ Don't they think about the deep meaning of the Qur'an? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala want us to reflect on the deep meanings of the Qur'an. That's what we get the benefit of the book of, of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. أَقُولُ قَوْلِ هَذَا وَأَسْتَغْفِرُ اللَّهَ لِي وَلَكُمْ فَاسْتَغْفِرُوا الحمد لله ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله إن سورة سورة نمبر 12 سورة يوسف إن the Quran إن في السورة الله سبحانه وتعالى told us the story of one of the messengers of Allah from the beginning of his life since he was a little child until he died all the other verses in the Qur'an was telling us Nubza, just a, a, a snapshot of the life of Abraham when they were about to throw him in the fire. When he migrated, when he told his father this and this, when he built the Kaaba, when he was ordered to slaughter his son, when, 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 if you take all these snapshots, put them in order, you come up with the story of Abraham. You come up with the story of Musa. You come up with the story of Isa. Then, they, he chose to reveal the whole surah about one messenger of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala from the beginning to the end. And this is what they call qissa. Qissa means story in our language. 
today they written the word qissa to mean it sometimes is truth and sometimes it is not truth just to increase the viewers and increase the money of those who are narrating the qissa. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, نَحْنُ نَقُصُّ عَلَيْكَ أَحْسَنَ الْقَصْصِ بِمَا أَوْحَيْنَا إِلَيْكَ هَذَا الْقُرْآنِ We narrate to you, O Muhammad, the best of stories. Because if the word qissa means follow exactly, step by step, the development of the event, then don't use the word qissa for their stories, human stories. Because humans are not following exactly, truthfully, the life of the person they are telling. They should use another word and not written this word qissa. The qissa that should be called actually that name are the stories that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala narrates. Because it follows exactly the truth. And in this story, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala told us that Sayyidina uh, Yaqub, Jacob, the father of Joseph, Yusuf, when he lost his two sons, فَتَوَلَّى عَنْهُمْ وَقَالَ يَا أَسْفَى عَلَى يُوسُفُ وَبْيَضَّتْ عَيْنَاهُ مِنَ الْحُزْنِ فَهُوَ كَظِيمٌ He went away and left his kids and he was very sad and he keep crying until his eyes became white they call it today the white water that comes in the eyes and it keep building in the eyes until the person cannot see anymore from what what caused these eyes to become white because of sadness a person in the institute of higher research in Egypt, a medical doctor, came across this verse while he was reading the Quran before Fajr, and he says, wait a minute, the verse says, min al-huzn, then this disease that I'm, I'm spending all my life trying to cure, and the human being are curing it only by taking away a surgery and they are taking away the lens of the person they cannot change the color of it back as it was they just cut it out and they put temporary solution or no solution then Huzn has something to do with it and he did a research and found that the adrenaline that develops through the process of being sad, in, sad and cry is Increasing in the blood where the when the person is very sad. And adrenaline is having some effect in changing the color of the lens. Giving it a color instead of becoming transparent. And then he analyzed it further. See how we can reverse the process. Let us see how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said in the Quran how this man became mubsir again. How he saw again. قَالَ اذْهَبُوا بِقَمِيصِي هَذَا فَأَلْقُوهُ عَلَى وَجْهِ أَبِي يَأْتِي بَصِيرًا وَأْتُونِي بِأَهْلِكُمْ أَجْمَعِينَ Joseph told his brothers, Take my shirt, this shirt of mine, throw it in the face of my father. He is going to come back seeing again. And come back to me with all your parents. وَأْتُونِي بِأَهْلِكُمْ أَجْمَعِينَ then the Quran continues. 
فلما فصلت العير قال أبوهم إني لأجد ريح يوسف لولا أن تفندون when the camels moved and separated their father said I smell the smell of Joseph any one of you can tell me I am blind I cannot see tell me where this smell coming from I smell my lost son they said his sons said we swear by Allah that you are just following your own contumacy and you're following your dalal craziness when the person who is carrying the shirt entered the door and he threw the shirt on the face of his father the father became alive, became able to see again. قَالَ أَلَمْ أَقُلْ لَكُمْ إِنِّي أَعْلَمُ مِنَ اللَّهِ مَا لَا تَعْلَمُونَ Then their father told them, Didn't I say to you that I know from Allah what you know not? Then this scholar in Egypt said, What is in the shirt that might affect the sight of a person who is sick? And his eyes, lenses have been colored already, white. You look to the sight of the person who is about to be having this problem, you see a white spot, but it is not yet covering the black area where we see at the center of the eyes. What is in the shirt? The shirt is araq, the sweating of the person. What is in the sweating? He found the name, he analyzed it. But he doesn't know which element in the sweat might have the effect. He collected the sweat from some runners and he put it in a cup and put the lenses that they took it from the eyes of the people and he put it in that sweat. The color changed and it became transparent again. He found that the verse include the truth, but which element from the sweat and can we produce it in the lab? Yes, he found the element and analyzed the sweat. It has salt, it has water, it has some other things. But there is specific element in the sweat that he concentrated it and put the lens in it. And that caused that the lens comes back to its color. He collected 250 volunteers who are having this problem and gave them the tablets that includes that material. 90% of them were cured. And they start seeing, seeing again without any operation. He sent it to Europe and to the United States and he obtained the permit and nobody can, uh, can imitate it anymore. But he would put one condition on the companies that they have to put on the box in every box produced, this is a Quranic medicine. If Muslims read their Quran, they are going to discover jewels and gems in the book of Allah to the day of judgment. Unfortunately, the non-believers become believers after they read the Quran. And among them, the professor, Kenneth Moore, he was in the in a university in Canada, 
and he collected the one of his students collected the verses that talks about human embryology and told him you said that there is four layers the Quran says three layers and the Quran says the development is in stages and your research says no stages and he went back and discovered that it is three layer and he discovered that the Quran is very accurate describing the process of the development of the human embryology before the birth and this is something you can only see by the microscope and Muhammad peace be upon him did not ha- read or write or have any microscopes then how he can put in his book all of these miracles and why he stick his neck maybe after 20 or 30 or 100 or or 1400 years he discover new instrument and then my book will be doubtful and all the Muslims who convert to Islam will go out from the book if I make one mistake the book is from the creator who know the truth and know the seen and the unseen and he knows that when human being advance and have electronic microscope and can see the genes and can develop everything after they discover all of that it will come exactly as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala revealed it to Muhammad peace be upon him in the desert of Arabia 1400 years ago when you read these things it increases you in faith it makes you put in your schedule some time minutes or hours or whatever you can afford reading the book of Allah and reading tafsir and learning Arabic and spending time this is the last book coming to mankind there is no more books and it is not left to humans to keep it intact Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says leave this job for me inna nahnu nazzalna dhikr wa inna lahu lahafizun we are the one who revealed the Quran and we are the one who are in charge or keeping of keeping it intact they falsified and rejected the Quran without the research or wait until the interpretation and the truth of the Quran comes manifested up to, back to them they just rejected they don't want to listen and these are the zalimeen they committed zulm against themselves by depriving themselves from the gift of the creator to mankind they only going to hurt themselves by their hate to Prophet Muhammad peace be upon him and their hate to Islam this religion is going to be supreme they like it or not he is going to make this religion supreme even the non-believers will hate it will regret it but this is the command of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and I did read it in the book Muslims today are 300 million mainly in Africa and Asia now Muslims are 1.5 billion not only in Africa and Asia everywhere in the world and they are getting more angry and more angry because they cannot compete with this book أقول قولي هذا وأستغفر الله لي ولكم اللهم اغفر للمؤمنين والمؤمنات والمسلمين والمسلمات الأحياء منهم والأموات إنك يا ربنا سميع قريب مجيب الدعوات 
اللهم لا تدع لنا في هذا اليوم العظيم ذنبا إلا غفرته ولا مريضا إلا شفيته ولا ميتا إلا رحمته ولا مجاهدا إلا نصرته ولا حاجة من حوائج الدنيا لك فيها رضا ولنا فيها صلاح إلا سرتها وقضيتها يا أرحم الراحمين وأقم الصلاة إن الصلاة تنهى عن فحشاء والمنكر لعلي ذكر الله أكبر والله